0: You're listening to episode 30 of the Musicpreneur Mindset Podcast. Hey, we're sub radio. You're listening to the Musicpreneur Mindset Podcast. Here's your host, Suze, founder of the Rockstar Advocate. Hey there. You're listening to episode 30, Stop the Sleep Shaming. I'm your host, Suze, a mindset coach to help musicpreneurs build sustainable careers in music by setting clear goals and creating time management systems that enable them to find greater happiness with a better work-life balance. Some of you may be thinking, how did we get to episode 30 already? Wasn't last week episode 28? Well, in case you missed it, episode 29 was a bonus episode, a live coaching call with our guest, James Devine, where I helped him break down some roadblocks he was facing with landing more speaking gigs. If you missed that little bonus nugget, you can get it from your favorite app or by going to episode 28's show notes page, and it's embedded there. That's com forward slash EP28. Now that that's cleared up, I'd like to clear up something else. A big misconception that seems to have permeated this industry. Working on no sleep does not mean you want it more than someone else. I repeat, foregoing sleep to pursue your dreams does not mean you want it more than someone else. The sleep shaming that happens at industry events needs to stop. And what do I mean by sleep shaming, you ask? Think back to the last event or show that you went to where there were other musicians and industry folk. I'm going to take a wild guess and assume this conversation or something like it took place at least once. One person, ugh, I'm so tired. I only slept like three hours last night. And another person, oh, please be grateful. I'm working on one hour of sleep. I've been so busy. Or they say, psh, I don't sleep. I hustle. Okay, that, my dear friends, is sleep shaming. What the second person is really trying to say is, ha, you think you understand the struggle in this industry? I clearly understand it more, and I'm willing to put in the work, so I'm going to make you feel bad for saying how tired you are. This is the perfect example of someone convincing themselves that busy equals productive. Which, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know that is a load of crap, and they want to show you that working more hours equals being more productive, aka successful. Here's the thing. I used to get involved in those shaming conversations. I used to wear my all-nighters like a badge of honor. I did this because I was struggling to survive, not seeing any real progress from my efforts, and I felt that if I showed how little I slept, it would convey to people that I do work hard and therefore must be successful to some degree. It's a natural reaction to cover up those feelings of fraud that we discussed in episode 11, and I do believe we say it less to shame others and more to comfort ourselves— but it's not a good look. When we shame others for admitting they're tired, we only perpetuate this belief that we all need to do more and sleep less to be successful. We say that if you want something badly enough, you'll make the necessary sacrifices and won't complain. Not only is there no agreement out there in the universe that says if you work more than you sleep, you'll be successful, there's also hard scientific evidence that concludes your work suffers the less you sleep. The music industry, however, tends to still be stuck in the hustle-grind mentality. We've been raised in a culture of work hard, play hard, rather than work smarter, not harder. Everything is seen as a competition, and often the quality of one's work isn't what's being compared. Whoever is seen at most events is seen as the hardest worker. But what about the person who stayed focused and actually got their work done and met the deadlines? Whoever burns that midnight oil or works on their vacation is the MVP. But what about the person who spends time with their family and comes back to work fully charged and in a great mood? Whoever is available 24-7 and puts sleep on the back burner is the one who wants it more. But what about the person who shows up every day with a full tank of energy and never takes a sick day due to strong health habits? I understand that some projects require long hours or children can keep you up all night and you still must report to work. However, there's a difference between doing what's needed and glorifying the lack of self-care. Many other industries are starting to see the effects workaholism is having on their overall productivity and have begun to implement mandatory vacations and even mental health days as well as better mental health care. I've left a few resources for you to check out on this increasing trend in the show notes. Now as a teenager, I did nothing but sleep. I loved the snooze button so much, I actually missed my second round of the SATs, waking up at about 3 p.m. in the afternoon and realizing the test was probably over by then. By freshman year of college, people actually started calling me snooze. But once I began interning in the music industry that summer, everything changed. I got a taste of the fast pace, never stop never-stop-its-New-York-City lifestyle, and sleep and I parted ways. I became the queen of all-nighters. By junior year, I was taking eight classes and working three part-time jobs. Friends didn't matter. Family didn't matter. Sleep and eating right were easily the first to go. Even once I left my label job and started building my own business, I used to go home after a late night event, painstakingly stay up at least another 4 hours doing work, only to wake up 3 hours later to go to a day job at which I barely functioned. I'd then look back and realize that the work I did during that 4 hour cram session was either sprinkled with mistakes or simply dead wrong. Even when I delivered work that clients thought was amazing, I'd look at it knowing I could have done it better because I knew it wasn't me at 100%. I was skating by my business was being maintained but it wasn't growing I wasn't proud of my work I wasn't building my brand I wasn't feeling motivated and I wasn't a fun person to be around because I was so damn tired fast forward many years later and I finally learned the error of my ways it wasn't until I was 28 and I was diagnosed with Lyme disease that I finally decided I had to make sleep a priority after hiring a coach and learning how to take better care of myself while balancing a full workload, I accomplished more in three months under my new business as the Rockstar Advocate than what would normally have taken me close to six to eight months, if not a year, in my former business. It's not because the Rockstar Advocate is a better business than 9 to 5 Artists Consulting was. It's because I became a better business person. I wasn't working more. I was working smarter and with intention." Making that shift, I saw the improvements in my work and productivity. I began reading up on the positive effects of sleep and how dangerous our society's outlook is on considering sleep a waste of time. Sleep allows us to digest our experiences from the day, rid our body and brain of harmful toxins, and reboot ourselves for the day ahead. Without sleep, we are more likely to make impulsive decisions, increase our levels of stress, anxiety, and depression, and have a weakened immune system. One of the best books I've read on the subject has been Ariana Huffington's The Sleep Revolution. Before you go out to your next mixer and brag about how much sleep you didn't get, or let someone shame you into feeling lazy because you did sleep, consider these facts Ms. Huffington lays out in her book. Number one, 63% of men who suffered a heart attack also had a sleep disorder. Number two, people who get six hours of sleep per night are 23% more likely to be overweight. Less than four hours of sleep per night, and that increases the likelihood of being overweight to a staggering 73%. Number three, after being awake for 17 to 19 hours, we can experience levels of cognitive impairment equal to having a blood alcohol level of 0.05%. The legal limit in New York State is 0.08%. Number four, our loss of sleep despite the extra hours we put in at work adds up to more than 11 days of lost productivity per year per worker. Number five, going from regularly sleeping eight hours to sleeping six hours for five nights in a row, fine lines and wrinkles increase by 45%, blemishes go up by 13%, and redness increases by 8%. You may think you're adding more hours to your day, but all you're really doing is depleting your health and the level of work you're producing. In fact, many studies have found that even a small amount of sleep deprivation can cause the same mental and physical impairments that drinking alcohol can cause. I've left links to them in the show notes and I highly suggest you check them out. Basically, staying up 24 hours straight is equivalent to being legally intoxicated. Remember, it's about quality, not quantity. Getting 10 well-written and effective emails to booking agents or sponsors is better than 35 incoherent, mistake-filled emails that will be quickly discarded. In addition, if you're out on tour, Please consider the effects of not sleeping when you're the one driving the car or van. It is equivalent to driving drunk, and some states are beginning to try to pass laws that will fine people who are found driving while sleep-deprived. According to the National Conference of State Legislators, drowsy driving is implicated in 100,000 car crashes per year, which leaves 71,000 people injured and 1,500 dead, according to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. For a full list of impending policy changes by state, you can visit the website I've listed in the show notes. So please do your best to get six to eight hours of sleep every night. It won't always happen, but it should be the goal you aim for rather than making the goal to prove nonsense to people who aren't on your journey. Listen to your body. If you're tired, sleep. Working on all cylinders, you'll get more done faster than forcing yourself to do work when you're not focused. Know the hours when you're most focused. Maybe you're a night owl like me. Take a nap during the day. Work at night when you're ready. Or maybe you're an early bird. Take advantage of the morning to get your most important work done being honest with who you are and how you work is the best way to get the most out of your day. I talk in episode 2 about quitting my first industry job 5 times. I was in an extremely bad place mentally and emotionally and should have been making myself a priority yet I kept coming back due to the pressure to quote unquote step it up and prove that I had what it took no matter the toll it took on my health now I realize I had nothing to prove beyond producing great work no one should care if I get 4, 6 or 8 hours of sleep. It has nothing to do with them. All they should care about is that I show up and do the work. So don't worry that someone is quote-unquote functioning on less sleep than you. It doesn't mean they want it more. You have no idea the greater effect it has on them or how it will eventually catch up to them. You also never know how much of their all-nighter is spent doing the wrong work or making the wrong decisions. How much time are they really saving? Next time you enter a sleep-shaming face-off, stand tall and proud and say, Wow, that sounds awful. I hope you're able to find more sleep tonight so you're at your best tomorrow. Now, if you're looking to find more sleep or at least ways to wind down and find more structure in your nightly routine, I've created a worksheet you can use to get the bowl rolling. Simply go to therockstaradvocate.com forward slash EP30 and download my Journey to a Better Sleep worksheet always remember the oxygen mask principle. You've got to put your mask on first, aka take care of you, before you can be free to help or serve anyone else. So if success in reaching and changing lives matters to you, then your health should be your first priority in getting there. If you enjoyed what you learned here today, you can access all current episodes using your preferred podcast app, including iTunes and Spotify, or by visiting therockstaradvocate.com forward slash podcast. If you're looking to figure out your next steps, find time to balance everything on your plate or learn better ways to practice self-care. Let's talk. As always, feel free to email me at any time, suz, S-U-Z, at therockstaradvocate.com. Until next time, Rockstar, have a wonderful week, and I hope to see you back here next Wednesday so we can get grounded to get rising. Take care.